Hi everybody and welcome back to To Be Candid with me, your host Amber. Today we're going to be talking all about comparison, which I'm really excited for. Actually, I think it's going to be just a really good chat. But before we get into it, I kind of wanted to set the scene a little bit because today is a very different day from how I usually record my episodes. So I've actually got the day off work, which is very nice. We have like overtime and stuff, so we have a bit more time to take off. So it's currently Monday. I've given myself a three day weekend, which is glorious. And I'm kind of taking this day as a bit of a content day. So I'm gonna be filming some YouTube videos as well as just podcast episodes, like as much as I can get done. Just because as the weather's getting nicer, I don't wanna be like stuck inside and things. So it's nice to get a head start. But it does mean that it's glorious weather and I've got my windows open, which is lovely. But my neighbour is currently like cleaning out his van or something, listening to some Hispanic Latino music, which I'm actually loving. It's becoming like the soundtrack to my day, but I don't know if you'll be able to hear it on the podcast. So sorry if that annoys you. And as always, I do live opposite a primary school. So the kids are always making a feature, a little cameo for you. Um, But in terms of life updates, I haven't really got much to update you on. I went to my first like proper garden party barbecue the other day, which was very exciting. We went to a friend's house on Saturday and there were about like 15 other people there, which I haven't been at an event with 15 other people in like well over a year. So that was really good fun we had a lot of fun doing beer pong and like splashing in their paddling pool that they had because guys it's been so hot here like 26 27 degrees if you didn't know i live in london so i feel like we all feel the heat more because we you know get on tubes and there's no seaside to go visit or anything like that but yeah so that's kind of all that's been going on otherwise just working away i'm heading back to bournemouth next weekend because it's father's day so that will be really nice so we've got a lot of things coming up this week and i've actually got my first live event so if you didn't know i'm an event executive and all my events so far have been online like via zoom because in-person events haven't been happening obviously but i'm going to my first one on friday i'm going to help my colleague run it just so i get a better idea of you know how they do it and what the building looks like because I've worked at this company now for four or five months and I've never been in the offices or like seen the event spaces or anything so that'll be really interesting as well. I guess I should also say that I do have hay fever so if I sound a little funky that's why. I was doing so well this year I was really convinced I wasn't going to get hay fever. I used to get it really really bad. Oh I'm not recording myself. I've literally been like staring at my laptop this whole time and I have not been recording. We're, we're back, we're live. Um, yeah, I used to get it really, really bad and my mum would always say, oh, eat some local honey and, you know, it, it will go away. And legit it did, which I was very surprised about, did not think that was a thing. And then on and off it comes back every now and then, but this year I hadn't had any. My boyfriend has it as well and he was suffering like pretty bad. Um, But I was fine up until last week when something happened, something hit the air, the pollen has exploded somewhere and I am suffering. I've had a hay fever tablet so hopefully we'll be fine but I do know I sound a little stuffy so if you're a fellow hay fever sufferer out there I send my love to you, I feel your pain but we're gonna do this, we're still gonna enjoy summer as best we can. Okay, so I guess we'll just hop into the main portion of this episode, which is all about 
jealousy and comparison because I think that's something we have all felt or experienced at some time and it's kind of hard to talk about sometimes because you almost don't want to admit that you have those feelings because it can make you feel very vulnerable I guess but I'm just going to go like all the way back to like when I was a kid talk you through my evolution I guess with (laughs) jealousy and comparison and give you like some tips of how I managed to like figure out or deal with it a little bit better. So I think as a kid like as a small child I wasn't really aware of like being jealous of something or like comparing myself to something and I'm sure I was like jealous of like a toy someone had or like my sister playing with something when I wanted to play with it but it was never something like I remember being on my radar and that's maybe just because I'm 23 now and I just don't remember my mindset of those days but I don't remember like comparing my body to anyone else or thinking like I'd rather be wearing that kind of thing that didn't really come until like I think late primary school I think my main comparison kind of fight I guess or like conflict was with grades I was very competitive in school at like wanting to get good grades I would compare myself to other people if they did better than me or I'd like praise myself for doing better than other people and that kind of thing so I think that's where the main source of my comparison came as a like as a child or like a preteen I guess um but I always did pretty well so I don't think it was ever very negative comparison which sounds really bad but my ego was freaking loving getting good grades um and being like top of the class or second to top of the class or whatever and like seeing those a's and stars and ticks and whatever on my homework whatever like fed something in me which is not nice to admit but it was really true and I guess it's got me to where I am today so I can't be too mad at it but I don't think it was necessarily like ever super negative I think the only negative things with grades came in like A levels and GCSEs when there was a hell of a lot more of pressure so I would really kick myself if someone you know did a bit better or I should have got an A and someone else got an A or whatever then that was kind of bad but I think as you get older you just kind of realize that grades don't really matter and if you're currently sat listening to this in like high school secondary school sixth form whatever I want to tell you now (laughs) before it's too late for you to realize like grades aren't as big of a deal as you may think they are and maybe you already know that but for me personally I thought grades were like the be all and end all and if anyone ever said like oh you can put it on your cv it was like music to my ears I was so excited about it and now like your GCSE results do not need to be on your cv unless you're like going for like a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it's like pretty irrelevant especially nowadays with everyone doing such different and unique jobs where qualifications aren't really necessary grades are not that big of a deal so I guess I'm just talking to my my younger self in that sense but that was like my biggest form of comparison I want to say like growing up and I don't think I was ever like jealous of someone else's body or comparing my body to others and in my head I think that came with Instagram but I'm not sure if that's because Instagram came into my life when I was like 15 16 so I don't know if that would have just happened naturally because you know like everyone's gone through puberty women's young women's form is taking shape or whatever and you look at your friends and go oh my god they've got bigger boobs than me or they're skinnier than me and then with Instagram obviously you can see people who aren't your friends you can see like people in different countries and people your age like living their best lives or whatever whilst you're stuck at school with your double a's whatever it may be 
Um, so I don't know what triggered it, whether it was Instagram or just me being like a 15, 16 year old, but the mix of both probably wasn't great either. And I think that was a theme for me from like, I want to say from like 16 to maybe 21, 22. I'm currently 23. I think throughout those years, I did genuinely compare myself to others in terms of like, I was very aware of my body and having like a little bit of podge here or some stretch marks here or something wobbling a bit more than I think it should have or whatever, which is all ridiculous to say, but all very true. And it was something that I don't think I let it get me down because I still thought I was pretty and I still thought like I was worthy of like love and everything. It was never anything that like brought me way down into like a rut, but I was just aware of it. And obviously it doesn't make you feel good having those thoughts in the back of your mind. And I do want to say it was like a daily occurrence where I kind of judged my body or compared it to someone else's or was jealous of someone else's life in some form or another. And I think the people I followed on Instagram and social media did not help that situation. I followed a lot of models and Victoria's Secret angels and celebrities or just Insta baddies. I'm using quotation marks or whoever you, whatever you want to call them. I followed a lot of those people. And whilst they were like genuinely came across as like very nice, kind people, they also had freaking abs of steel and faces that had looked like they'd been carved by the angels. So even though I'm sure the message they were trying to put across was very heartfelt and warm and kind and they wanted to do good in the world, that's just not the effect that it had on me. And I think it took me a while to realise that that's okay. Like, if someone doesn't make me feel good, I don't have to follow them. And they don't know me like they're not going to be mad at me for not following along because I'm sure in their heart of hearts if they knew that their content was making me feel a certain way or along those lines they wouldn't want me to follow them like I know I wouldn't like if I was having that effect on someone for whatever reason I would not want them to follow me I'd be like mute me right now like you do not need to like inflict that on your own life because by following those people you're almost inviting it in you know which is really strange but you can really curate who you follow. You don't have to follow everyone. You don't have to follow everyone to feel like you're keeping up with the Joneses or like on top of pop culture or whatever. Follow the people who make you feel good. And this is something I only realised maybe like last year or maybe like 18 months ago, the year before perhaps. And I went through and I was ruthless on my Instagram. So I think it says I follow like 200 people or something similar and I probably followed like 50 40 max maybe and I just muted everyone it doesn't mean you unfollow them it doesn't get like they don't get notified that you've muted them you're not blocking anyone and if you want to at any point when you feel like a bit more confident or a bit more secure in yourself or you're in, in just a better mental state or mental space you can unfollow that person and follow like no you can unmute that person and see their content again like it's no no big fuss but it was honestly just transformative in the sense that my Instagram became very curated in things that made me feel good and I became very aware of how each person's post or story made me feel like if I watched a post or a story of someone working out in like gym wear or whatever and I thought oh my gosh I'm not good enough because I'm not working out every day mute that person if I saw a post of someone I don't know eating cereal and I was like oh my gosh I had a really bad breakfast I should be more like them 
mute that person and as soon as you start to get to the post where I don't know you see someone dancing and you think oh my god that's so carefree and fun like I really want to inject that kind of energy into my day today great keep following that person and it took a long time don't get me wrong like it's a process to kind of become aware of how each post or each person affects your opinion or your mood that day or your mental energy whatever it may be and it can fluctuate a lot like one person one day can be doing great things for you and then the next whatever they may not which is why I think muting is so great because you can mute and unmute to your heart's content and it like doesn't really affect anyone other than you which I think is fab and I'm not saying you have to mute every celebrity or makeup guru or model that you follow like that is not the case at all I still follow people I don't know and like people who live abroad in different countries and I do follow models and all of these things but I use those accounts like I know I can look at those accounts and see them on my feed and feel motivated and inspired and like it's a form of manifestation almost which I think can get very tricky like I think that's a fine line between like comparing your life to someone and using it as a source of inspiration but the feelings you get from either are way different like the comparison posts that you're looking at may make you feel like very negative like you're less than like you're unworthy like you're not good enough whereas the inspirational like manifestation posts make you feel like excited about life and energized to get on to the next thing and like just looking forward to whatever may come next and it can be as simple as I follow oh my gosh I don't know her I think it's called like Zo she's called Zoe Laz like Z-O-E-L-A-Z on Instagram she's a model she lives in New York with her boyfriend and her dog she has like a dream life but she for me is a source of manifestation just because she appears to have a happy relationship and just she really focuses on some of the small things so like even a dinner party she'll be having she'll have wine glasses and I think wow I really love those wine glasses I hope one day when I'm older or more settled in like a home or whatever I can have wine glasses like that and that's not me saying oh my gosh, I'm cheap and crap because my wine glasses are from Ikea or whatever. It's me, like, setting a new standard for future me to hopefully get to one day and thinking of what are the little things I could do now to f help me get there or I wonder if I can keep an eye out for those in charity shops if they have any similar kind of thing. And that's just, I think, the obvious place where the differences come in between, like, comparison and like comparing yourself negatively to someone and using them as a source of inspiration to like try and do bigger and better things even though the example I used was wine glasses but you know what I mean and then I wanted to share with you five questions which I actually was doing some research online about this topic before I hopped on here and spieled at you for 20 minutes um but I wanted to share with you five questions to maybe ask yourself if you're feeling like you're in a space of comparison or if you don't know if you're in a space of comparison to ask yourself and just like figure out where you stand so the first question is how am I outsourcing my value and worth so I think it's goes for a lot of people like I don't think it's uncommon that we try and find our value through external sources whether that be someone's opinion or 
I don't know, your likes and followers on a social media account where it's like very measurable at how much people like you or how much people are engaging with you or whether it's your parents' approval or whatever. From like a very young age, you're always told whether you're doing good or bad and it's become even easier nowadays to see it online whether your content or your job or whatever it may be is performing well or not performing well and it's very easy to like internalize that to mean your self-worth so consider where you're sourcing your value and your worth from where are you outsourcing that from is it your boyfriend is it your social media account and how can you kind of rectify that or try and internalize it a bit more or detach yourself from that or outsourcing to help you better realize your worth and value internally because that means so much more honestly your internal worth and value that you picture yourself at means so much more than someone else's opinion which is going to sound really strange if you still currently outsource your value and worth which we all do at different points throughout our lives and I'm sure I still do now but to know deep down somewhere in you that actually you do matter and you are important helps a lot in terms of like if a post doesn't perform as well or if someone comments saying you're ugly you know it's not true which kind of helps the situation quite drastically the next question is what does comparison reveal about my deep longings again i think this is so important and kind of what i was mentioning about the wine glasses and following zoe on instagram what is your comparison linked to is it being skinny is it eating better is it working out more is it having a bigger house is it having a shinier car whatever it may be and just like identifying that because that may help you better direct that energy into something a bit more productive and if you don't necessarily feel or know why you're comparing yourself to that person and you just feel a bit crap it can be quite hard to kind of resolve or make yourself get out of that rut if you don't know what's putting you there in the first place so I think it's so important to be able to identify that for me personally what like growing up as a late teen it was definitely body image that I was had this sense of longing which can be very difficult because I don't necessarily have the same resources as a Victoria's Secret angel you know like I can't work out five days a week for six hours a day I don't have access to all these amazing personal trainers or like a nutritionalist or whatever because I'm a 17 year old girl um so identifying that was very very helpful and just helped me figure out what my next steps were in order to like a make myself feel better but also try and reduce the amount of comparison. Next question, a huge one, which I think we've all learnt over the last few years with our relationships with social media. Am I looking at the full picture? So like I practically just mentioned, it's very easy to see a picture of a model and think, oh wow, her life is perfect. But like, if you think about all the energy she's putting in, like her busy schedule, flying from A to Z, not having a real home base, not being able to see her friends and family, like the comparison she feels on a day-to-day basis with other models she's working with or at castings and things, the pressure to make money and become a big name in her industry. All of those things are like, there is always so much more. Everyone says like a picture is worth a thousand words, right? So like think about how what that person isn't showing or what that person has going on behind the scenes because you never have the real picture even if it's a friend you never have the whole picture of 
what's going on because you're not there for every second of their life and every thought that passes through their mind so it can be really helpful to understand that whatever you're looking at is just a glimpse like a surface glimpse of that one second of that person's day where they took a photo or half an hour with your friend when you're down the beach and they're having a good time but that doesn't necessarily mean that their life is a dream and that everything's perfect and that you should be aspiring to whatever they're doing or being because you don't know what else is going on and I think that can really help you kind of detach from those moments because you feel a bit more empathy for that person as well as just like the people around you and I think it helps you like better understand how you can kind of tackle your comparison in the sense that it kind of evens everyone out. I had this thought the other day that really blew my mind for a second which is going to sound really strange but like everyone has to wash their hair. Do you know what I mean? I had this thought. I was like, I thinking yesterday, I think it was, because I washed my hair this morning, if you couldn't tell, it's still a bit damp, um, that I really didn't want to do it. Like, I really hate washing my hair. It takes ages, takes ages to dry, and I really can't be bothered with it sometimes. And then I had this thought, like, the queen washes her hair, Angelina Jolie washes her hair, my neighbour washes her hair, like, we're all the same, we're all just people, you know, everyone has to do things they don't necessarily enjoy, and I know some people out there love washing their hair, it's just an example, but that really helps, so by understanding that everyone has a lot more going on than what they're showing, it helps, like, level out the playing field in the sense that you feel more like the person you're admiring or looking at, so maybe the comparison will feel lesser, because, you know, on some levels, you're the same. Next question, how am I doing compared to where I used to be? I freaking love this question and I try to remind myself to ask this question maybe like once a month. It's not like a daily reflection, but every now and then. And you can do it on so many different scales. I always personally like to do it from like 16 year old me, like doing GCSEs, had all these huge aspirations for what her life was going to look like compared to now and I think a 16 year old me would be pretty happy in terms of like I got my A-level grades, I went to university, got my university degree, graduated, I'm in a happy relationship, I'm living in a rented house in Brixton in London, like I think they are, they're all things that younger me would have been excited about and excited to do so it's fun that I get to look back at that and realise like I'm living that right now which is really freaking cool but it can be on such a smaller scale than that in terms of like last week I didn't drink much water this week I've had three bottles of water a day I'm doing way better than I was and it's not always to say that if you compare your previous self to your new self that or to your new self to your current self that you're always going to be doing better but I think in some form of whether it's like your patience your tolerance your mindfulness or whether it is physical like you have more money or more clothes or I don't know you've um cleaned out your space whatever it may be in some form or another there will be small tiny improvements which are like incremental but eventually will get you to a much greater place which I think is very exciting and helps a lot to realize because you don't always have to be so negative about comparing yourself and comparing yourself to yourself rather than an external source can also sometimes be quite revealing and quite rewarding if you feel like you've done well or you feel like the childhood self of you or like your teenage self would be proud of where you are right now.
the last question and probably the most important do I need to ignore this distraction so like I said about muting Instagram posts whether it's unfriending like a toxic friend having a conversation with a toxic friend which I have a whole episode on because we've all been there at some point as well I feel like so how can you ignore whatever situation you're in if it's someone in your life that's toxic can you like stop texting them back and just like phase them out or take a step back a little bit of a breather from that person if it's online can you stop engaging with that content or just ignore it for a little bit and come back to it when you're feeling a bit better and it's a completely personal choice like I'm not telling you you have to go and up and follow everyone in your life who's ever made you feel slightly less than but if you feel like on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis you are feeling more negative and more unworthy than you necessarily should because of one particular source I think you do have to take that into consideration and think about maybe how you could ignore that source or whether you want to because that's only you can answer that question I can't answer that question for you but I think it's a very important one to ask but yeah I think I'm gonna leave this episode here for today I just wanted to have like a little brief candid conversation about it because I think it is something that everyone goes through I don't think that's a secret but I think sometimes we don't want to admit it to either ourselves or the people close to us because it's a sign of vulnerability and a sign that you don't feel as good as maybe you think other people think you do so that can be quite hard to admit to certain people so hopefully I've been your sounding board today at least you've been mine where I can kind of like debrief my thoughts vent to you guys I hope you feel like you've either learned something or you've vented as well with me because I always feel like I'm just having a like candid conversation with a friend when I do these and I always leave these episodes feeling like I've caught up with you all which is really nice I really can't explain it but it feels really good so thank you all for being here thank you for listening along it does mean so much to me if you have liked this episode please go ahead and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts because I think it's so fun to see what you guys think of the episodes and if you do have any requests or you want to get involved with future episodes definitely let me know over on our Instagram which is at to be candid podcast and I will speak to you next week with a brand new episode Bye.